It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering, Hot Meadow Street in Simsbury, Connecticut. I'm Dan Lavallo. He is Brad Field. And Brad, as we put this podcast together on Friday, July 17th, about 5.30 in the morning in our neck of the woods, northwestern Connecticut, we had some rain, but it seems as if it's the prelude to summer weather. What's going on? No kidding, Dan. It uh, it happened about 6.30 here in Granby. Uh, that's the warm front coming through, and we could have a shower or two around through the morning hours today on uh, Friday, July 17th. But then after that, Dan, as you indicate, the heat wave arrives, and this could be this could be the hottest weather we experience in the entire summer. Now, what's causing this? I know I look on the weather map, and I'm seeing that temperatures are soaring across the continental USA. Yes, Dan. This is uh, climatologically about the farthest north that the jet stream gets. All of New England is now south of the jet stream. So we are ensconced in the heat. Uh, the, the upper level wind flow, the steering winds, are the jet stream, and it's up around Hudson Bay right now, Dan. So that's about as far north as, as it gets, and, and uh, that's where all the organized weather is, where you've got the uh, demarcation between the cooler air to the north and the hot weather to the south. That's frequently where you see uh, the fronts and the storms and so forth. And, and we are just in the warm sector, and we are going to really be in the warm sector. Here's a, a little bit of an example. I was going through one of the computer models that I like to use, and I looked at uh, 2 p.m. temperatures for the next week. And we had uh, today, Friday, July 17th, 76. But then tomorrow, Saturday, 90. Sunday at 2 p.m., 96. So you can see these are not even the hottest temperatures of the day. These are the 2 p.m. temperatures, so it can be a little bit warmer than that. I wouldn't be shocked, Dan, if some uh, places in Connecticut are up near 100 degrees on Sunday. Uh, Monday, a little bit less hot, 82 at 2 p.m. This is due to some showers and thunderstorms in the area. But then uh, by Tuesday, it's back up to 90. So uh, the, the, the heat wave has, a, has some legs. Uh, today, we're okay. Again, Friday, July 17th, we're okay. Because as uh, we saw with the showers around uh, this morning, and uh, that's the warm front coming through. And there will be a lot of clouds around this afternoon, which will uh, tend to work to keep the temperature down. But then on Saturday, I'm looking for wall-to-wall sunshine, Sunday wall-to-wall sunshine. So the temperatures are really going to respond. The good news about Saturday is I think that there will only be moderate humidity. But then by the time we get to Sunday, the surface airflow goes more around to the south, and we start getting some humidity in here, too. And uh, Sunday night, if you don't have air conditioning, may just be one of the most miserable nights for sleeping that we'll have uh, this summer, certainly. You typically have one or two of these a summer, and I think it's coming on uh, Sunday night. So if you have no air conditioning or no great attic fan or whatever, I expect the low temperature Sunday night 
into Monday morning to only be between 75 and 80. Plus, it's going to be humid. So uh, it does not look comfortable at all there. Uh, As I said, though, uh, Monday, there'll be some showers and thunderstorms in the area. So we've got the the real intense heat on Sunday. Then it's a little less bad on Monday. Tuesday, it's back up near 90 again. But the, the good news there, Dan, is that the humidity will be lower. The showers and thunderstorms around on Monday um, are are with the uh, cool front coming through. So uh, at least the, it's, it's not going to be one of these prolonged deals where you've got the scorching heat and this sultry humidity going on for days and days. Now, you mentioned the jet stream being as far north as it probably gets. Normally, when we get this kind of a heat wave, we also get that Bermuda High pumping the heat and humidity into our region. Is the Bermuda High at play this time? Well, Dan, I'll tell you what. Yes, and and, and here's why. Uh, listen to this statistic. Uh, you, you know, we, we talk about hot summer around here. I've got a I've got a few quick takes for you. Um, the first half of July around here, uh, coming into the record books, is being about three degrees above average per day. So that's that's definitely hot. When you get to the hottest uh, month of the year, and then you're three degrees hotter on a daily basis, that's certainly uh, some hot weather. And it's been fairly dry around here, too, uh, up until this morning, and the showers coming through less less than half an inch of rain at Bradley International Airport. But the, the, the main uh, thing I wanted to talk to you about is, is, is that, that heat you're, you're speaking of. We've had seven out of 17 days, the first uh, 17 days of July, at or above 90. And we are definitely going to be adding to that Saturday, Sunday, uh, you know, probably Tuesday of next week. So we've got several 90-degree days in our future. We had a heat wave so far, uh, July 11th through July 13th. The hottest weather we had so far this month, 94 degrees on July 9th. But I'll tell you what, Dan, I wouldn't be shocked at all uh, if the temperature on Sunday at Bradley comes in at 98, 99 uh, outside chance of getting up to 100, something like that. So it, it really uh, looks to be a, a scorcher on Sunday. But, Dan, can you imagine living in Washington, D.C.? You were, you were uh, talking to me off air a little bit about um, Washington and the situation about uh, potentially playing baseball there or not playing baseball. But the, but the deal in Washington, D.C., weather-wise, Dan, 20 consecutive days with a high temperature over 90. That's stretched from June 26th of this year through July 15th. So that was Wednesday of this week. Yesterday, it was refreshingly cool in Washington. It was only 87. So, I mean, they, they've just had a wicked stretch of hot weather. So you talk about Bermuda highs. You talk about heat pumps. You talk about... Uh, the, the, the quote, uh, I've, I've heard this called, quote, the heat ridge from hell. Um, that's, what, that's what we're seeing uh, in the lower 48. And, of course, when you talk about Washington, D.C., and I'm sure you have, I have experienced that Washington, D.C. heat during this time of year. You talk about the heat, and you also have to add the humidity as well, don't you? <laughs> 
oh, it's awful. Yeah, the humidity can be awful through the mid-Atlantic there. I think of Baltimore, Washington, as you say, Dan. Uh, just, uh, you, know, you know, we're far enough north in latitude that uh, sometimes the, the fronts can make it through New England in the summertime, but they rarely get down to Washington, D.C. So, you know, you talk about displacing the jet stream hundreds of miles to the north up toward Hudson Bay. So uh, out of, you know, say that the distance between there and New England is a few hundred miles, but then it's a few hundred miles further uh, down toward Washington and Baltimore. So if the fronts are barely making it to New England, uh, there's virtually no chance of them getting that far south. So this is just a really tough time of year to be in the mid-Atlantic. The Bradfield Weather Podcast is underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury. Well, Brad and I are so pleased to welcome Action Carpet and Floor Covering of 1394 Hot Meadow Street in Simsbury to our podcast as the underwriter for Bradfield Weather. Action Carpet and Floor Covering is your go-to place when it comes to carpets, area rugs, runners, tile, vinyl, laminate, and engineered in solid wood. Also, sanding and refinishing, radiant heating systems, action carpet and floor covering can also help you when it comes to mold and mildew remediation, water damage repair, professional installation, and professional cleaning services. In fact, action carpet and floor covering currently has a coupon for 15% off professional cleaning services. The coupon expires August 1st, 2020. Original coupon must be presented and is not to be combined with other offers. Previous sales excluded. Action Carpet and Floor Covering was voted first runner-up in the Best of Hartford Magazine 2019. And Action Carpet and Floor Covering currently has Select Anderson Tough Tech Styles on sale now. Action Carpet and Floor Covering. Visit them online action-carpet.com that's action-carpet.com or call them at 860-651-8406 860-651-8406 Action Carpet and Floor Covering located at 1394 Hot Meadow Street in Simsbury Well, I can't believe we are past the midway point of July, Brad. As we said, we're putting this podcast together on July 17th. So let's get to our crystal ball segment. What does it look like down the road? Well, Dan, I'm looking at summer doldrums. Uh, Really, um, there's not a heck of a lot going on. Because um, when you get the jet stream displaced so far to the north, that's where all the storms are. They're tracking through Canada, essentially. And uh, a few fronts may make it to the northern border of the United States. But really, our weather is powered more by uh, the high-pressure ridge and the heating of the ground. And um, we call it around the high-pressure ridge sometimes – the ring of fire and you get those the only thing that can uh really keep the temperature down a little bit are uh, some huge thunderstorms that can develop in the afternoons and so forth but that ring of fire is going to be far to our north it's going to be up into canada and uh, we're just going to stay hot down here uh for the next uh 
few weeks. So as I look off into the future, I want to credit my uh, friend and fellow meteorologist, Larry Cosgrove, with uh, that quote, the heat ridge from hell, because this thing not only extends through the United States, it moves across the ocean and into uh, Europe and Asia, and uh, it's just so expansive. We've talked about how uh, the dust has gotten involved from the Sahara and has moved across the ocean and so forth. But that heat ridge uh, really extends uh, almost halfway around the globe. So uh, the long range looks hot uh, for uh, Friday the 24th. So in other words, let's go out a week from now. And then all of next weekend, uh, it looks like the core of the heat is going to be from the heartland, the United States, through the Great Lakes, and up here into New England. So on a daily basis, uh, this time of year, the average high temperature is in the middle 80s. We expect hotter than that. Um, I'm not thinking it's going to be as hot next weekend as this weekend, but uh, I would think uh, temperatures in the upper 80s to right around 90 again, so a good three to five degrees above average. Cool with respect to average in Alaska and along the Pacific coast. And so the last week of July, Dan, don't look for anything different. Uh, I'd say from uh, the date Monday, July 27th onward through that last uh, few days of July, it looks like the heat shifts a bit to the west through northern Texas and into the Great Lakes, still somewhat above average here. So uh, probably we'd be in that 85 to 90 range here on a daily basis and still cool with respect to average uh, Pacific coastal areas, Washington, Oregon, California, and uh, points north to Alaska. So I'm not really expecting much in the way of coolness in the United States, just along that immediate uh, Pacific coast. Most of the rest of us are warmer than average. And uh, as I say, Dan, the summer doldrums, um, even the National Hurricane Center uh, said that it's very, very typical this time of year to uh, experience a little bit of a lull in uh, tropical activity, too, because the jet is so far north and and, uh, sort of the triggering uh, 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 effect of what can set off the the, uh, surface systems that can form into uh, tropical storms and hurricanes. I guess there's a reason they call it the dog days of summer, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. And and, uh, it's it's tough uh, for me as a meteorologist, too, because... You know, when, when you, you give the podcast and you, you're talking to your listeners and, um, you know, we, we think the world of our listeners and thank them for listening to our podcast on a weekly basis. But uh, for me as a meteorologist, I kind of uh, lose some interest in the summertime because there's not much going on. And uh, I, I'm the, the type that when a big storm is coming uh, – you know, I get the I get the, the the twinkle in my eyes. Even still, at my advanced age, um, it, it, it's it's fun and it's exciting and whatever, and and it's what I do. But uh, this time of year, when it's ninety and hot, ninety and hot, ninety and hot, nothing going on. It's like it it it, it tends to be kind of boring. So the, I think the summer doldrums, dog days, is a perfect uh, perfect 
account. That's probably why I like autumn so much because in autumn the the weather starts to change and gets exciting again. So um, we'll we'll see about that. So one of the things that one of our um, listeners suggested, Dan, and I think it's a great idea, is that we uh, take a, a late July or early August podcast and uh, put put together the uh, National Hurricane Center's predictions for what we can face in late August and September. Will the primary track be up the eastern seaboard? Will the primary track be through the Gulf of Mexico? Uh, will we have above average hurricane and tropical storm activity or lower than average? So we can look into that in one of the upcoming podcasts. I think that that was a, uh, a great suggestion and much appreciated. Oh, that sounds like a plan for sure, without a doubt. Well, Brad, as we sum up our podcast, then uh, what does the immediate forecast look like? Well, Dan, a morning shower or thunderstorm going through this Friday that could linger into the afternoon. But I think the afternoon is just sort of mostly cloudy, mostly dry, and temperatures between 76 and 82 degrees across the state. Overnight, it will be mostly cloudy and uh, temperatures in the 60s, so not uh, not too bad overnight, not uncomfortable, but we start getting uncomfortable on Saturday. The sun will be shining. Uh, temperature will be 90 to 95 inland, 85 to 90 even at the beaches because there won't be much of a sea breeze. Uh, moderate humidity for Saturday. And then on Saturday night, starting to get uncomfortable, 66 to 72 degrees at night. Sunday, sunny way up into the 90s. I'm not talking 91. I'm talking 97, 98, uh, something like that, way up into the 90s inland, 86 to 92, even at the Connecticut beaches, more humidity on Sunday, uh, extremely uncomfortable sleeping weather Sunday night without air conditioning going or, a, uh, as I said, a great attic fan. Uh, on Monday, it looks like it'll be a partly sunny day. We'll have some scattered showers and thunderstorms, temperature between 86 and 92. Tuesday is sunny and drier, but it's still hot, uh, 88 to 94 statewide. But the key on Tuesday is lower humidity. Wednesday, we go back the other way. The warm front comes back through with scattered showers and thunderstorms, temperatures in the 80s. It's more humid on Wednesday. But then Thursday, showers around early, then clearing and drier uh, with temperatures between 85 and 90. So, uh, Dan, I guess the advice to our, our listeners will be to just sort of take it slow this weekend, uh, especially on Sunday. Make sure you hydrate, drink a lot of water, and, uh, you know, don't stay out in that searing sunshine for a long, long time. Again, on Sunday, it could be between 95 and 100. Okay, great advice. And Brad, to our uh, podcast audience, uh, we wish them a tremendous weekend. Uh, also to you, Sandy, and your family. And as always, a big thank you to our first responders during the pandemic. Have a great weekend. Yes, Dan, you as well. And to all our listeners, I hope uh, everybody has a great weekend and try to stay cool. The Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering, Hot Meadow Street, in Simsbury, Connecticut.